ago I realized that my self savings account was going to be paid off and matured right around the time that I go to smoke free weekend this April 16th through the 20th and I was like this is lit so you guys may have heard of self it used to be called self lender but now they just call themselves self and for a monthly fee it starts out around 25 bucks a month you can choose a preset amount that you would like to save and you can choose how long it takes for you to pay this amount off and the whole time you are paying into it it's also building your credit when i tell you guys i've been getting these alerts like oh you have a change to your credit oh you have a change to your credit and it's not anything bad it's like my credit score is really going up and then on top of that i'm about to have some money to throw in the casino listen i need for you guys to go ahead and check self out the link is in the show notes and if you have any questions just hit me up all right then peace Hey, it's your girl Autumn and I welcome you back to the Lit Life Podcast where I encourage you to live your life autonomously. <laughs> um, don't pay me no attention. Y'all know how I get. But uh, I have a guest and listen to me when I say this y'all. I have a guest in the studio. <laughs> in the stew so i want to welcome my girl my sore a really good friend of mine brandy from be positive media yay y'all gotta cheer like y'all are here just act like it yay Yay. what's up girl it took you so long to get over here. Like, what, what's up with it? Yeah, I'm, I'm calling you out right here live. Okay. New year, new me. Okay. Trying to be on time. Okay. Okay. So, why don't you tell us about Be Positive Media and the podcast you're starting? Well, Be Positive Media is what well, started off as a blog because I just got tired of so many media outlets that focused on negativity. And I said, I knew it was a way that we could get information out to people without 
doing all that low vibrating stuff. So went from the blog, going to YouTube videos, and the podcast is coming. And it's a personal podcast. It's called A Shot of Brandy. All right. And what, how how personal? Like, what's personal about it? It's are are you saying personal because it's going to be more about your lifestyle or about your life or and you're like leaving out like pop culture, like the things that you blog about, as opposed yeah, to okay, pretty much is my thoughts, my perspectives from a zenial standpoint. Okay, you know you part of that generation. I am part too. of that generation. You so know, tell the, people the what a, tell people what a zenial is because it's people that don't know. I'm pretty, I'm positive there's people that don't know. We are the most special micro generation to ever be born. Usually around the years of seventy seven to 84 which means we grew up analog and lived the digital adulthood that we don't always agree with our parents but we do have some of those free thinking tendencies that our children have Mm -hmm. it's caught up in the struggle (laughs) right (laughs) the beautiful struggle and we're forgotten about like Nobody, it's, there's such this, uh, this big old thing against, you know, between the millennials and the baby boomers. Mm -hmm. Like nobody ever talks about us, which I I don't know. Is that no news, good news? Like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing or. I don't think they know what to say. I mean, we're pretty much like chameleons. We've had to adapt all of our lives. So it's kind of hard to even pick up on conversation with us. They're still trying to understand what we're doing. (laughs) Yeah, I, when I had sat down and talked with you um, back when we first came in contact with each other, <clears throat> and um, I was, was I just then kind of getting my podcast together, mm-hmm. I think? And um, we were coming up with different concepts and stuff, and when we started talking about being a zenio and what that meant, it was just like... Nobody knows us. <laughs> Nobody. So, like the idea of a podcast um, or anybody's podcast that would would kind of focus, you know, I, we would be the focus group of that is like kind of neat. So that's kind of what I was shooting for. I guess is what I'm saying. Creating awareness, right? And bridging the gap between these two generations that like hate each other, and I don't really. I don't get the beef. <laughs> Do you get the vegetarians? What's a vegetarian? What are we talking about here? We don't beef. Yeah, okay, you're right. I, that, I was slow. It's okay. I was slow on that one. But why are they beefing? That's my question. What what's what's the beef? That they're not like each other. I don't like you. You should be like me. You're too wild. You're too free. Then other ones are like, oh, you're too slow. You're not adapting. You're being stubborn. You should be like us and not give a damn about anything. Mm-hmm. You're but right. I guess that makes sense. We're the balance of it. We know that we have to keep evolving, but we know we need to keep some of those traditions and cultures intact. But don't that drive you crazy, just knowing that? But it's a fun crazy. <laughs> it's a fun crazy. It's like I... No, at any given time, I can be talking to someone and they just cannot keep up with what's going on. Mm. They're too stressed about stuff they shouldn't even be stressed about. All right. Well, I don't I don't know how we got here. So um, I'm just going to move on because I don't even know where all that came from. <laughs> but it was beautiful at the time. It really was. 
It made sense to me. So, okay. But, oh, that's what it was. You were talking about your blogs and your um, podcast. So, at the end of the show, I'll ask you for your handles and all that good stuff so that the people listening can get that. I'll put in the show notes, too. Um, It's a new year. I mean, we still into the new year. Did you make any resolutions at all? Do you, did you, anything that you feel like you're trying to do in 2020? What's, what's up? I mean, I'm not really a big resolution person. I set some goals. I smash those. I move on to the next set. Right. If I was to set resolutions, I would say that I don't fucked up already. Oh, damn. I mean, I, so which, I so mean, what, I, what? I had some gluten. The sweet tooth okay. still there. Yeah. Still haven't gone out on a date. Yeah. You know, all the things I said I was going to give up and try and all that stuff. And that's why I don't set them either. Like, I have to have a, my mind has to be set. And it's not going to set by me saying, okay, January 1st, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. We're not that digital. <laughs> it just, right. It it's just not going to work for me. No factory reset. For no. Me. I just, to me, that's like an excuse to keep putting off that productive behavior. Mm-hmm. Cause you sit here talking about in July, Oh, I'm just going to make a new year's resolution. So you can just keep doing whatever you want to do the rest of the year. Yeah. I, I, I don't either, but I just figured out accents for here. Um, let's all right. So, Let's let's go into the Shut the Fuck Up Award. I'm pretty sure you have one. Let's go ahead and get into it. So. It has a theme song. That's like my, listen. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) When I saw that come across on Twitter, it's a video. Okay. Actually, it's like a whole music video. I think I've been able to sit through the actual video like once. Like I haven't been. It's, I bet it's hilarious. It's bad. It's so bad. <laughs> but that ending part when somebody is telling somebody to shut the fuck up on Twitter, I fall out every time. I was like, let me download this. And look, this thing came in handy. I, I've had it for years. This thing came in handy. So anyways, um, for those of you that don't know, Shut the Fuck Up Award is an award that you can give to a person. You can give it to a collective group of people, um, uh, uh, anything, what, whatever you want to tell to shut the fuck up. So I'm going to let you go first since you're the guest. Since you're talking to the mic. Okay. So is there like a medal award that we're going to present to the people? Okay. So I've been trying, I've been saying just yesterday too, I said, I need to have an actual like award. Like I need a real, like I need a yeah, pendant. So we could be holding it while we're. Right. Right. I'm going to have to get one. Yes. I'm going to have to get one. Here, use this. Uh, okay. Okay. This glorious. <laughs> shut the fuck up award. <laughs> Sadly, on this day goes to TMZ. Oh, man. TMZ reminds me of what it's like to be a Xennial. When I was younger, people had the courtesy and the respect to not worry about what's going on in someone's life. If something tragic happens, they find out first by getting the phone calls without the shock factor. Right. 
or a knock at the door or a knock at the door before the rest of the world finds out. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, now everybody and their mama is a news reporter. Everybody. A smear campaign trying to go viral. And yesterday that was made possible by the reports of TMZ. Mm-hmm. For us to get back reports that some of the family found out through social media. Can you imagine what it's like finding out that you just lost two family members Mm -hmm. off the internet? And therefore, today's, (laughs) shut the fuck up award, and probably for the next few weeks, until I just let this go, goes to TMZ. That was perfect. That was perfect. You, that's, you that's didn't even play the had. wrap it up music or anything. I was doing right. good. I was on time and everything. Right. I mean, you did. That was that was like you're natural. You're natural. I just shut the fuck up, board. Because I get I on here and I just go crazy myself. Because that kind of felt liberating. So this is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so free right now. Like, oh, so my shut the fuck up award. Because he. I'm just total opposite. I'm just real ratchet with it. Okay. My shut the fuck up award goes to every single person on the internet who is commenting on LeBron's Instagram telling him that it's his fault that Kobe is dead. Wait a minute. When did that happen? It's been happening. It's been like since yesterday. Seriously? I'm so serious. The hell I got to do with him? Absolutely nothing. They're like, oh, you beat you beat his uh the scoring all time scoring record and now you killed him. Really? Like seriously? Like how how sick? How sick do you have to be to say some old bullshit like that? It's just a total erosion of empathy. It's People need therapy. People need Pretty therapy. Much. Medication. No. Yeah, that too. But maybe it locked up in somebody's room. Because that is just sickening. That is just sickening. So all of y'all can shut the fuck up. And being that both of our Shut the Fuck Up Awards was about Kobe, I'm pretty sure everybody knows by now that um, on January 26th, Kobe Bryant and his daughter and seven other passengers on a helicopter um, died in a crash. So people are going crazy. Um, Today, the day that we're, we're recording this is the very next day, and it's been very, very, very somber. Um, It's been... It's sh- it's still shocking. Like it's we're I think everybody is just still kind of in a shock. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty sad that we won't get to hear his Hall of Fame speech. Yeah. Like um, it's just it's 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 bad. It's bad. And you know, so Kobe was our age. Like yeah, he's we forty one. Right. Like we grew uh, literally grew up watching, watching him develop. It's like it's like the people who are watching LeBron, which we're we were part of that, part of that too. But like the younger ones that are watching LeBron, so people are heartbroken. Like just Twitter yesterday, and I, I usually when stuff 
like this happens, I usually disconnect completely. Like Mm -hmm. I'll disconnect from, you know, I already really don't watch TV like that, but I probably would have just turned the office on, you know what I'm saying? And watched all those repeats. No, no internet, no nothing, no Facebook, no Instagram, nothing. But for some reason yesterday I stayed on Twitter. I couldn't pull away. I couldn't pull away. Um, It was like I was afraid to miss something, but I didn't want to see it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like certain reactions from certain people, but it's just like, oh, my. You wanted the actual facts about what was going on, not an overload of opinions, conspiracy theories, the hatred, the true colors. You just wanted to know what happened. Yeah. Like most normal human beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not and and not blaming um all other outside factors and people like just jumping to conclusions. It's just I don't know why why do you why are people like that? Like why can't why can't I mean the man just like seven people just died in a nine people just died in a damn helicopter crash, and you get on the internet and say. You killed Kobe. It was foggy, according to yeah. according to the the news. It was foggy, and they hit a cliff or something like a mountain or something, something something like that happened. It didn't have anything to do with LeBron James. I don't think he's that powerful. I mean, come on. And why would he? It's, it, people just say stupid shit, and so yeah, I, I probably should have, but I just couldn't. I couldn't pull away from it. I watched ESPN probably a couple of hours straight. And then I was like, all right, let me turn this off. And then I had to go ahead and just get lifted for a second and then turn on the office like what I do every night because I watch it every single day. I watched A Good Place. What's that about? I don't think I've ever seen it. I think it's from the same writers because it has the same slant on the humor. Uh-huh. And it's about a woman who dies and goes to heaven and learns what heaven really is. It's on Netflix? Um, It's on Hulu, but it still comes on now. It's like in the fourth season running right now on NBC. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Have you ever seen Parks and Recs? I think it's the same. It's the set. same people. people. Okay. Yeah, the same people who write for those shows yeah. i think they do for the good place i see somebody asked me if i had ever seen parks and recs um when i had i seen like two episodes and it was kind of funny but i it just it didn't like really really hold my attention i said i was, it was white people funny i mean but the office okay you can't watch the office when you're high yes the, that's <laughs> when you watch it it's too hilarious that's when you watch that it dry humor like that listen <laughs> It's hilarious. I always say this is this and I tweet about the office every single day. If anybody pays attention, they know this is my favorite show. But ha- have you ever I forgot what I was about to say. Just give me a second. It was it was about the office. I forgot what I was about to say. I was thinking that you were saying that you watch it just to get a break from social media and the negativity. That too. But it was on. It was something else I was going to say. Something about a train wreck? Okay, because that's what the problem is. <laughs> Everybody. 
this damn train wreck. That's what the problem is now. Um. Okay. So, anyways, I meant to pull away from social media. That's where I started at, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. And then we started talking about the office because I said I was going to wreck another train. And then I was going to watch the office. And then we talked about the good place and then parks and recs. The point is, is that you should have never had to go <laughs> off of social media because people okay. should have used yes. the decency and the common sense and the respect of knowing how to post about such a tragic event. This is true. This is true. So this is what I was about to say about the office, though. Mm-hmm. What do you think the reaction would be to, like, Diversity Day? You remember that episode? I don't remember that one. The episode where they had diversity day in the in the office and they had the everybody he gave everybody like a race or or something and they put them on their forehead. Yeah, you see that? Oh my god! I don't know, but it sounds hilarious already. I mean, my point is, how long? How many? The, okay, the the office was like eight seasons long. I think eight or nine seasons. How many seasons do you think it would have last? Had it come out like this year? I think it would still make it. I don't think so. Because it's too politically incorrect. It's it's too it's but that's too what they want on TV now is that shock factor. Girl, please. Damn, Twitter would have got the office up out of here with the quick oh that it would have been canceled with the quickness. Because Michael Scott is Michael Scott is he he kind of racist and don't even realize it. He's sexist. I mean, he does everything wrong. He does every, everything, but it's so funny. Like, why is it so funny? But these girl, please, the, the Twitter cancelers and watch it. Girl, you're gonna be rolling, I'm telling you now. So, anyways, moving right along. We don't have a format, by the way. So, anyways, we're going to talk about power. It's the big rich town. It's the big rich town. Well, we got one episode left, right? The final episode. We got the the final episode left. So, I, I want to know how you feel about the series overall. Like, collectively... All six seasons. How do you feel about it? I enjoyed it. For a person who tries not to watch a whole lot of television, it was something that I definitely subscribed to. Mm-hmm. And the time flew by so fast. I can't even believe it's been that many seasons. Right. And I think that 50 and Courtney did an excellent job in the writing. It was Opposed to what some people are saying, I think that the story flowed well. I understand what's going on here in the last season that they keep going back to the same day, telling it from different perspectives. And for those who had a problem with that, you could tell they don't watch Power Confidential, what she explains is after every episode. I don't don't watch it. (laughs) Yeah, that's basically what she was saying is that 
it has ended pretty much. They're just bringing it from everybody else's perspective. Mm-hmm. And in that episode, they're telling that person's backstory to let you know from beginning to end who they are as a person. Okay. Yeah. I liked it. I thought that was creative writing. I've never seen anybody else in a series or a season like that, just retelling the same story from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. I think that the, the season six is, I think it's coming together well. Like, I, I know when I first saw Power, it was probably, like, already a season in or something. Um, and I, but I started it from the beginning and I, I was like completely blown away by it. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. man, this is a good ass show with some good writers and some good actors, good actors and they blackity black, black. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like this. Okay. They sexy. Like, okay. Go. A lot of sex. It was a whole lot of sex. Everybody's in heat. <laughs> whole lot of killing. But I thought it was, um. It was a ghetto Game of Thorns. See, I never, I've never seen Game of Thorns. Thorns? Did you say Game of Thorns? That was t- <laughs> train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, I I think that uh towards like the middle it kind of you know kind of leveled out a little bit like I mean, I mean I guess there it was still a whole lot of killing I think but showing more of the human side yeah versus this is just not a show about drug dealing drugs and killing right so it, it it leveled out and then I think it like season five and six it just kind of ramped back up so um going out with a bang i mean she already said it's gonna be three spinoffs coming from this so is it three okay so tell me like it so i know it's it's uh power to mm-hmm. ghost or something like that and then what else or uh, book or of ghost is that what they're calling it power to book of ghost something like that yeah and then it looks like Tommy's Tommy. gonna have one okay yeah and i don't know about the third one because they, um, I saw the press releases that they have Mary J. Blige and mm. Method Man. Yeah. Method Man. That man is. Method Man. <laughs> that man is. Yeah. How is he still fine? He's still, like. What strain is keeping him that fine? I mean. I saw him here in Atlanta for the Keanu premiere. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> Man, we did the VIP after party of the screening at T.I.'s old restaurant. And and I looked up at him and I'm just like, God, stay professional. Stay professional. This man, man he has a whole wife. And I'm like, ooh, can I pray about it later? Damn. Yeah. So anyway, I'll watch whatever show he's on. Child, me too. Okay. Um so who shot ghost? I mean we on we about to be on the last episode, so this'll air well after the finale. So who who shot ghost? What's your theory? It is Tasha or Tariq, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. I don't think that 
sex or anybody had anything to do with it. And one of the big indicators to me is when Tommy reaches ghost after he was shot and he looked up Mm -hmm. and Tommy was ready to get whoever that was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that was the big debate on Twitter that day. Did go say let her, her go, go right. or let it go? Right. All right. I so think she said let it go, but either way it go is somebody that ghosts just don't want that beef with. Right. Whether he lives or die, he was like, don't even worry about it. So it has to be Tasha or Tariq. I'm thinking more on the Tariq side. So I. I think I kind of have two theories. So I think that it was Tasha and Tariq. It was only one bullet. I mean, but I think that they were in cahoots with each other. Oh, yeah. She said she'll do anything to protect her son. Anything. Yeah. So I, I think that it was both of them. Like, I think that they both came up with the plan and said, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be free of you know everything or whatever my other my other thought especially since we have spinoffs coming is that he's not dead still like he that he I just don't want to believe it but that he um set this up for everybody like he he just set it up that way. And then now he's going to be dead and they're going to show up on power too, like yeah. alive away somewhere on the West coast. I think that everybody's holding on to that right now because he is the story. Correct. So how like can you how? imagine the story continuing exactly without him? It's like, watching the smurfs without papa smurf exactly it just it don't make sense so Mm -hmm. and then omari is just such a great actor child what it is is he fine like even if they went back and said that they did it from when they were teenagers they still need to have him he fine is what what the issue is for me but he's more than just fine fine you know he's sapio fine too you know he's a spoken word artist and he has a podcast and he mind sexy too. I mean, but his body though. Like I can't get past that part right now at this at this Are moment. you in heat? Possibly. So he's either way it goes, he's fine <laughs> as hell. And I can't <laughs> like I, I like I just can't see it be, like cuz like you said he really is the story. Everything revolves around ghosts. No mm-hmm. matter you, like how do you spin that story? I'm I'm curious to see how this Tommy thing will go. Like I'm curious because I don't know. Well, he's going off to California to get with a new connect and start his life again. I don't know. I don't know if I want it to be honest. I mean, but he's a good actor as he well. He is. Oh, I, oh, I definitely like his, like him and his character. I just don't, I don't know if I'm going to be, if I'm willing to be invested in, <laughs> in watching any of the spinoffs. But, you know, we felt the same way when they was talking about power initially anyway. And they shocked us. So, I'm going to give them the benefit of a doubt. Let me see what this first season do. Uh, well, okay. I, and I, I didn't probably, I didn't even know, I hadn't known the show existed, uh, like I they said, until like a season. look in. like a good actor. 
Nope. He Not was way really. better than he was in Get Rich or Die Trying. <laughs> Courtney did something for him. So if she could do something like that, let's see what she's going to do with these sequels and prequels and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I put the spirit of sativa in the writer's room. Okay. They're going to come up with some stuff. The SOS. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to call it. SOS. That was funny as hell once you said it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make some merch. S O S O S. Don't ooh, make sure I get my stuff made before you put this episode out. If I see this on anybody else, I am suing. Today is Monday, January 27th, 2020. If I see you with that, I am taking you to people's court. <laughs> oh, I love it. I need to start being like this on my podcast. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. So, um, so yeah, those are my two theories about power. Um, that's all I really got on it. I mean, it's about to be over. It's kind of sad. It, but it's kind of like there's nothing else really that they can tell. That's another thing. That's why another reason why I don't really understand these spin-offs. They can tell us where the hell Yaz was half the show. You. She worse than the little girl on um, Family Matters. She went up the stairs one day and never came back. Like, we haven't seen her since, what, third season? <laughs> like, since, <laughs> since, uh, since what's the name right died? Now. Right, right. Like, like they, they buried her that? with Raina. Called defects. <laughs> so there is more to this story. I'm like, right. Where, that child like, where is that child? Why you only put Jesse Williams on there one time? So what was the <laughs> what was the most annoying thing about power? Mm. Tasha. Tasha was was pretty annoying. Tasha was screwing everything that wasn't nailed down. Young, old, black, white, give it here. Uh, that ain't why she was annoying to me, though. She just, the decisions that she was making, and Lakeisha, bless her heart. Child. I don't, I don't. She wanted to be down for the call so bad. And why they let her, okay, never mind. So, okay, so you said Tasha was annoying. Well, Tariq, too. I mean, because that boy can't behave in no movie or show that he's in. He always in trouble. This poor child getting death threats on his social media. <laughs> Did you see that Instagram post? Girl, no. He said he has gotten over 300 death threats. Oh, my God. Can't nobody stand his ass on nothing that he's on. <laughs> that is stupid. What's wrong with folks? Damn tired part, babies. That's what it is. I think... The most annoying thing probably for me was probably that damn Angela. Angela was so annoying. Everything about Angela was annoying. Everything. Like, I just. Why, Jamie? <laughs> right. Jamie. Like, oh, my God. Nobody else called him Jamie. Like, bitch, you knew. You know. He's he's shown himself. To, you already know what he's out here doing in these streets. She thought she had that converter box. Clearly. Clearly. Wah, wah. Right. 
And he, oh, he loved her at all. He was, he definitely loved her, but that, like, she was just, she was annoying as hell, and I hated it. And then to Tasha, be an attorney, right? And then Tasha made it worse because it's just like she just made it worse. She just made it worse. Like, and then then they're collaborating. Like, what type of shit is this? This, that that no whole that this is never going to happen in real life. I don't know. Two women might get together and key his car up or something, but to try to hem him up the way that they were doing. I mean, there's probably people out here that do it, but it's just it was a lot. They they were just they, but that damn and and um not pause yeah pause was annoying. Her voice was annoying. I liked her from um, Orange Is the New Black. No, but she was like totally different on this one. No, she was completely annoying. And she was so obsessed and lost all the money. Bless her heart. And Tariq just needed to be punched in the face. A few times. Like, stole on. Because he is something else for sure. I wonder if in these spinoffs and sequels and stuff will they ever address the fact that Tommy knows Tommy know what oh who, who shot, shot ghost <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell them later <laughs> while we're laughing <laughs> don't tell them why I am laughing right now okay <laughs> So yeah, um, I don't know if they're ever gonna address it. I don't know. We don't know what it's gonna like. What the hell is, could it possibly? Okay, I'm back at the same point. Like, what it? I'm back at the same point because I don't know what we're gonna talk about next. Do you have any idea? I want people to get off of Tyler Perry's jock too. Please, that was one of my shut the fuck up awards and one of the last shows. If you have a problem with what he does, you live in the land of options right now. We can Next. sit here and name 20 other ways that you can watch videos, shows, or whatever. If you want to say that he's making money off of bad wigs and quick production, but listen to what you just said. He's making money. Facts. And Nobody every- come up to your job and tell you how to do your job. Let this man... Make his bag the way that he makes his bag. My thing too was like, y'all hating so hard till his movies are still a hit because of y'all. Because y'all are you still turning you're it still on, making him trend. Right, you're you're turning you're and you're turning the movie on so that you could talk about it, so that you could talk you bad had about to it. Watch it to even be able to say anything. This movie that's that's employing. umpteen amount of of black people willing people because nobody's making them do it so they're optionally going because they want to be there on his uh you might as well call it a city because he got his own damn zip code and you hating from outside the club (laughs) you can't get in houseway (laughs) 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 i mean see i mean he bought a whole military base i live like three miles away from it and We've, we've, I mean, okay. Tyler Perry. You have to schedule a tour. We need to do that. Have you been there? 
No, you want to go? Yes, we need to do that. Put in the media credentials. We need to Tyler, we're on our way. We need to do that. Um, but you know, back when his when his plays when he first started coming out with his plays, uh, a lot of black a lot of black people loved it. I mean, I went. I think I saw two. I think I may have seen two in person. Um, and it was cool. And then I liked a, a couple of the movies. Um, yeah, it was the same. Same kind of narrative over and over. It was, you know, I mean, he switched up a little bit. A lot of the same um, actors, but he would switch it up a little bit. But none of that ever bothered me. Like, when I got tired of watching Tyler Perry films, I stopped watching Tyler Perry films. I mean, it's like going saying Quentin Tarantino, don't make anything wild with people getting crazy killed. Right. It wouldn't be a Quentin Tarantino right. with a dope-ass soundtrack. I mean, that's what he does. Right, and then people are upset because he's, <laughs> he put himself in every movie. That's his shit. He, oh, that's his movie. They trying to shoot night. I mean, if Diddy want to be in all the videos, exactly. he produced the damn videos. And, he, and it, it was annoying as hell, but we were still bobbing our heads, and we were still excited to see the video. We knew. Oprah's on the cover of all of her magazines. Every single one. A different um, outfit and that same smile every time. And that same whole airbrush from top to bottom. That's it. So, I don't understand. I don't, uh, people act like if they didn't get a whole bunch of money, that they would be keeping it majority for themselves. Like, everybody's saying, oh, when I become a millionaire, I'm going to give 90% of it to charity. Bullshit, you're going to do the same thing that anybody else is doing yep. when they're making their money. They're going to keep reinvesting into themselves and living their lives and giving the people on the outside what they need it was not a fraction of what they have. Yep. People got to act like if it was their business or their brand, that they wouldn't want to pop up in it too. That's real. Always trying to hold a different standard to somebody else than you would. Let me win the lottery um, right now. Y'all holler at y'all in about seven years. <laughs> let me win. Let me win My the lottery right pew. now. <laughs> Listen. No new cousins. Let that be a hashtag. That, no new cousins. Let me tell you what. <laughs> let me let me win the lottery. Did I, I think I put a tweet out the other day and it said, um, what would be your first tweet? If you want one, a Powerball. Needing to take a social media break. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stressful. <laughs> you know what? You know what most people said? Most people said, and it was funny every single time I saw it. Most people said, we all got the same 24 hours. Yeah. You know how the rich people get on. I think it'd be Diddy most of the time. We all got the same 24 hours. Nigga, you are rich. What do you mean we all have to say 24 hours? You you get an extra second every hour or something. Man, that was the most common response. That was the most, and I think probably the next one was like, um, there wouldn't be a tweet. Like, I'm not going to tweet anything. I don't know what I would say. I don't know. What, what, what would I say? What would be my first well, that's tweet? That's what I'm saying. I'm a blogger, so I'm, I always talk about self-care anyway. So I would just tell people, you know, for my own self-care, I just need to take a little hiatus from social media detach for a little while so they wouldn't think i went missing and then come looking for me and still find me i just need to let them know i'm purposely not saying anything right now because i'm about to go enjoy my whole life and come back with pictures i I don't i think i I, i wouldn't put the the information out there initially i think i would go on as normal aside from quitting the fuck out of my job 
Would you go in there and quit like they did on that Dave Chappelle episode? Girl. You're going to push some bookshelves on some people. <laughs> I quit. Why do I love <laughs> quit stories? Why do I love those type of stories? And I probably would. And I probably would. Uh, don't hurt nobody. I, I wouldn't. It ain't. I don't hate, hate my job like that. But just, you know, the everyday of it, in and out of it. Um, But th- that's probably the one thing that I would do that would, you know, be different. I would quit my job, of course. But... I don't know what I would, I really don't know what my reaction would be. I don't, you know, I could think like the job that I had before this one now. That would be the YouTube moment. I mean, I, I would need a whole camera crew. I would need a whole camera crew. Okay, VH1. For the theatrics. And action. That's about <laughs> to happen when I walk up in there. Like, because that would have been every bit of bad. But this one, this job, nah, I'm going to be like that. I just, I honestly don't know, like, of course, I think, you know, probably the first thing would be I'm going to take some sort of vacation. You know what I'm saying? Of course, after I got get your affairs in order, you know, you contact your lawyer, you you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. what have you. Um, But. I'm keeping my shit up under a mattress. So you just going to be your grandmother? Uh Uh-huh. It'll be just my luck. I win all that money, then a damn apocalypse happened. And then they forget how much I was supposed to have. <laughs> I'm keeping my shit in the mattress or in that floor TV with Uncle Ted upstairs. Girl, the house that I the house that I lived in, the house that I lived in for about eight years, um, it was a couple of doors down from my sister's house. The uh, the guy who owned it, his mother used to live there. She passed away. So he didn't really want to rent it or whatever, but my my brother kind of talked him into it. So he was like, you guys just have to clean the house out. So now his mom was like 80, 90 something, right? And she had like 50 years of shit in there. Girl. Was she mm. still in there too, her spirit? Girl, no. Hell no. Good. You know what? And I take that back. I take that back. Miss Helen, I think Miss Helen was still in the house after I moved in. My point is, he told me, he was like, whatever you guys want to keep in the house, you know, feel free to keep it. If, if it's something you want, you keep it, whatever it is. It's like he knew what we were going to find. It's like he knew. We found thousands of dollars. Like you said, under her mattress. There were in the closet. There was a um a, a shoebox, like mm-hmm. a real old 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 shoebox, of birthday cards. It was probably about twenty five cards in there, and each of them had some sort of money in it to send to people. No, they took that people had given to her. She was just collecting the money in the cards. She just put the cards in the box. Did you give the money back? He said, let me rewind. You okay? You hit the train, the train wrecks. <laughs> he said, whatever you find in the house. So is he just now learning this if he listened to this podcast? Child, if he listened to this <laughs> podcast, I'm giving you $100. But yeah, he knew. So then, and and there, I mean, like there was literally, there was thousands of dollars 
scattered so throughout. So you paid rent with her money? Pretty much. I went and got me a new um, living room set and bedroom set. You gave them folks a refund. Broke broke off my uh, <laughs> broke my mama and my uh, my sister off with some money. It was a lot of money, but you ain't even heard the the, the craziest part. I ain't gonna say the best part because it's not the best part. It's the craziest part. He the house is very small, very very small, but he kept saying he's like okay. There's a pot belly stove or oven, like old school. He's like, I can't find it. It it was in the house. I can't find it. He's like, I really need it. There's important papers in this stove. Like, you know, I guess they didn't use it to cook or heat the house or whatever. And, you know, we're cleaning up. We we didn't couldn't find it. Go out in the garage, clean the garage is just as junky as money out there, too. Um, but there was a back room like a a room a additional room that they built back there mm-hmm. and there was a bunch of wood like two by fours and some bricks don't know why but as we're moving well, I do know why as we're moving it here's this potbelly stove it was like and I, I just want to cry when I think about this it was like fifteen thousand dollars in that stove that's what the important papers were they were paper dollars so he didn't want he didn't care about the money that was in the house i'm sure he knew that there was money scattered through the house he He probably didn't know how much much. he didn't know how much but he knew what was in that damn potbelly stove Hmm. like money old money little little face money Wow. And it was, they were like in paper bags. Um, like, you know, like the small paper bags, mm-hmm. like from the. Just full of money. Just full of, girl. I'm like, y'all found what? And my brother and my sister found it while I was at work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, y'all did find what and y'all did what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, we caught him. Cause you know he was looking for it. I was like, yeah, you right. He was looking for it because I was about to be full blown nigga. Did the right thing, bro. Don't that feel great? I guess you had already got a refund in the house. Can't have it all go. I guess. Uh, Why not? (laughs) You see what happened? Yeah, but I'm alive still until the end. We don't know yet. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) You'll end up laying on the floor. Girl, if ghosts don't get up off that damn ground, honey, on this last episode, honey, Anything I am going to fall out. I mean, Canaan came through the flames. Facts. I forgot all about that. But you know who won't come out? <laughs> Drake. Oh, Drake. Yeah, Drake Fire. coming out the fire. <laughs> they damn dirty. How do people, how do they get stuff like this in jail? Money. That they boy barbecued like him. bro. Like I knew they was gonna kill him, but I didn't know they was gonna kill him like that. I thought they were gonna throw some lemon slices and everything, and he was straight barbecued Negro, bro. That's a hard way to die. You cuss your mama out, then you get burnt up. The whole mama situation. I, okay, yes, we're back on power, guys. <laughs> 
the whole mama situation. He was kind of Dre was kind of annoying to me too. So like just some of his mannerisms. But I like but. how they did these backstories because can you empathize with him a little bit? His mother was very narcissistic, and his girlfriend was another one that was very annoying. It, when that police pulled up, and he wasn't in that car within two seconds, bruh. That would have been the end of my episode when me and my baby drove off with that cash. Peace. But she trying to be a ride or die chick. And now she's living <laughs> with his mom. <laughs> <laughs> see, I mean, this is see, this is shit that be happening. Everybody out here riding or dying. No, we don't do Baby, ride or die. No. Where we riding to and do I have to die? Why? Bro. Right. Mm-mm. Bars. Window love. That's what you gonna get. <laughs> And every time I put a dollar up to the window, like, <laughs> bro, you might not even get that, bro. I'm telling you right now, like, no, don't go to jail on me. Mm-mm. Don't go to jail on me. Be stupid if you want to, bro. You don't want to be eating ramen noodles, not me. Okay, okay. So while we here speaking of jail, did you see the <laughs> <laughs> squirrel moment? It's time. Did you see the Aaron Hernandez doc? I have not, but I might as well the way that social media does. We won't talk about that there. I heard it was crazy. It was stupid. It was stupid. More stupid than the um the family that the kidnapped girl and the man was sleeping with the husband and the wife. What? What was this? It was that kidnap story. God, I can't remember the name of it. What? You gotta watch that. See, we're gonna have a movie watching day so we both can know what we're talking about because this is like the third time this has happened damn y'all don't care do y'all they don't care we testing out my new equipment still that's another thing but they're gonna tweet you and tell you that i'm not crazy y'all remember this documentary about this man that came and finessed the family back in the 70s or something like that and yeah and kidnapped the girl like two three times and everybody was saying how the hell she keep getting kidnapped by the same guy Y'all tweet her and tell her that I'm not crazy and you know what this is. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Okay, did you see, do you watch any of the Netflix uh, original stuff? Some of them, yeah. Did you see Don't Fuck With Cats? I have not seen it. Oh, girl. You got me wanting to log into Netflix and tell you what I have watched. You gotta, you, you gotta, uh. Go into my watch history. <coughs> so, um, <coughs> I'm dying. Please don't die in front of me. My CPR is expired. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Please don't do that. <laughs> Did you see the circle? No. I just finished that the other day. She, we ain't watched nothing. Okay, so listen, y'all. We need y'all. to have a watch day together. <laughs> catch up. You know what I did see? What? Um, Dion Cole's special. I ain't watched it all the way through. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. Did you see Kevin Hart's special? The Don't Fuck This Up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, yes. okay. Here we go. Boom. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, I did see that. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was good. I thought it was too. It gave me a whole new respect for his work ethic. Yeah. And how he respects his family. And he was very transparent about that he knew he was screwing up 
and was trying to do better. Mm-hmm. And I know plenty of black men that would not do that. Let's known do it publicly to be watched over and over again for human critique. Right. So I that thought, was bold. I thought that um, <clears throat> the, the the best part about it for me was the bond w- with his tribe. So I, I know that there there's always been a talk of, you know, how we have this whole black man versus black woman back and forthness, right? Mm-hmm. And forever... There's always been something negatively said about men and their tribes. So, like, whether they are all wholesome men or if they're all hoes or if it's a mixture of it, there's always been something. Seems like it's always been, like, a negative connotation around it, at least until, like, recently. So, I enjoyed... I enjoyed knowing or, you know, hearing that story and knowing that they are like some, you know, there's some people that were like kind of turning the cheek. And then there were other people that was like, no, you're, you're wrong. Like Mm -hmm. for some of these things that you're doing. And I authentic brotherhood. Yes. And, and they, and he would not be where he is without them. Period. He just, he just, they weren't yes men. Exactly. Probably a couple of them were. But like his uh, his, trainer? his trainer, baby. Oh, he don't play the radio, and that go to um damn internets again, where they only played a clip of the argument that they had, right, 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 putting right. it into context right. what really happened, right. But that was a very powerful scene. Mm-hmm. You know, that wasn't that old toxic mas- uh, masculinity thing going on, right? Like, oh, you wrong. You trying to handle me like that? Right. Or we gonna squash this? We gonna keep moving? Yeah, yeah. It was and and um, watching his um, his wife tell her story that was you know it was kind of heartbreaking. It was just like damn, sis. Like, now you, did you it, got cheated on by somebody five four? I mean, but, but even, yeah, you're no, sure. No, yeah. But you know them. <laughs> You know them short men for what I <laughs> for what I hear, <clears throat> what I've been told <laughs> is that they, you know, symmetrical. <laughs> but you know, they they put it down like uh, so. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, on top of the fact that he's a like billionaire or something, I, I think that might have had something to do with it. <clears throat> but um. But did they show? I can't remember. I know that they talked about like the that first scandal, but was the the la- was that very last one in there? Like the one where he was in the car? They saw him with the girl in the car. I don't remember. That was just like maybe over the summer, and then and then after that is when he got in the car accident. Did they? Sh- did wasn't he in a car accident? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that part wasn't on there, right? I think they had already produced it by then. I thought it was good. I thought it was a a good look into who he is and how his his camp runs. And I don't think, well, you know, you never really know because you know a lot of people are like, oh, they're you know he's doing this trying to save face, which could very well be true, but 
But we're also getting to this day and age where people are wanting to tell their stories mm-hmm. for more than what you see. And I think that's why I enjoyed it so much because I like those behind-the-scenes documentaries, learn the backstories. I can sit here and watch marathons of, like, behind the music right? just to know their stories and their mindsets. And it gives you a whole other respect for whatever craft they're in. I feel that. So, yeah, people say, oh, he's doing it to do damage control or whatever. And... Like I said about when people were winning the lottery or whatever, you got to think about if it was you. You know that you're up for public scrutiny, but you don't want people thinking a lie if you have a platform to tell your truth. Right. So why would you get mad for him doing that? I mean, hell, you can go and make a movie on iPhone now and tell your story. (laughs) You said they got to pull out their iPhone. I'm just saying just how easy it is right Mm -hmm. now. So what make you think that somebody with clout and money wouldn't want their side of the stories told too? You get on Facebook and tell your damn side of the story every day. Every day. Trying to prove something to somebody. And nobody's worried about your PR. Right. Right. Yeah. Earthlings, I tell you. Girl. (laughs) I can't deal with folks. Like, I, I just... I don't know why everybody on the internet just has, it's nothing wrong with having an opinion, but what would you bring back random? What would you, if there was one thing that you can bring or a couple of things that you could bring back from the nineties, what would it be? Hmm. I got to turn this. I miss, then I don't miss, that not everybody had access to everything. Okay. You know how at this day and age, you can be a blogger, a YouTuber, a florist owner, a funeral house owner, you're a serial entrepreneur. Right. You can do whatever you want to do. Right. And so... I miss a day and time where you had to just pick a couple of things and that's your lane. (laughs) That's it. That's your lane right over here. And then I'm going to have my lane over here. Right. And, you know, just, yeah, I'm a life coach. So I'm going to tell people you can do whatever you want to do, but I don't really mean that literally because you would drive yourself crazy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm a dental hygienist. I drive Uber. Wait a minute! I you work. said you go. Wait, you said you go. I'm a life coach. I'm. I'm gonna tell you to live your life, but that ain't what I mean. I don't mean that. I mean not literally. <laughs> I mean some people are just taking that shit to the max, and Girl. so I miss those day and ages where, you know, that people didn't feel like they had to do all that to feel important. You just fall in love with that one thing. If you can make some money off of it, good. If not, you move on to the next thing. So I miss that. And the music. Yeah. That's probably my biggest thing, the music. Music. Um, and black shows. Do it feel like it's less black shows now than it was in the 90s? I miss TV back then, period. Like sitcoms. It was There was less um, reality TV. Yeah. It was almost none. So, like... I miss sitcoms. There are no sitcoms on TV. Well, I guess there are a few on, but. Black? No. I'm saying like blackish. Blackish and, and mixish. Mixish. But it's all from the same franchise, and that's about it. 
that I know of. And I haven't even really watched them. I can't even lie. I mean, I don't even hear about them in commercials or whatever. So, yeah, I missed that in the music. Hip-hop was lit in the 90s. Well, <clears throat> everybody knows by now that um, I for damn sure miss R&B. Yes. <laughs> for damn sure miss R&B. Like, this was back when... You know what I realized today, listening to one of my playlists, um, you knew the song was about to be God level tier hot when the people started talking prior to the song starting. Don't talk, just listen. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Like... Um, before, um, 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 oh God, let's chill. Mm-hmm. It was, they had a whole conversation. Like you knew, you already knew what it was about to be. Like you knew what it was about to be. And it wasn't just screwing. It wasn't, it wasn't. Even when it was just about screwing, it didn't even sound like it was just all about screwing. I I can remember a time when I was younger and I really started getting into music. Can't really remember exactly how old I was, but I probably wasn't a teenager yet. I remember asking myself, or not even asking myself, asking my mom, why is every song about love? Every song what you love heard it. was it about love. love. I love you. Yeah. Like I, I, I remember asking, and that was, you know, like I said, I probably that was that might have been in the eighties when I asked her that late eighties. Like, why is every single song about love? Every I don't care if it was a fast song, if it was a slow song, it didn't matter. It was about love, all of it. And they had real instruments. Bands even. Mint condition. I I loved it. And you actually had to sing. You had to be able to sing, You know, it's like, I feel like my chorus teacher, when I'm listening to some of these girls now, I'm like, breathe through your diaphragm. You sound like you have a sinus infection. The only person who had access to auto-tune was Zap. He was auto-tune. So... And nobody was trying to do that when he did it. Nobody was on that. You're supposed to be able to sing out your chest, make ugly faces. Okay, Teddy Riley had it too. But go ahead. Well, yeah. But you have to be able to make them ugly Jennifer Holiday, flying Patti LaBelle kind of no machine can duplicate sounds that come out your mouth right. like that. Right. I mean, it had to be serious and and that's okay that's no shade to what people are listening to now and what people like now I try and there's a couple times that I've listened to something and be like oh wow I really like that but then you know I go to the album and I only like that one song Mm -hmm. because I am the type of person that will give an album a spin to you know front to back beginning to end 
Except for when it's Raheem. Okay, so we that we gonna get off. <laughs> let's okay. We gonna get off she track. Just stuttered because you already know. <laughs> She's st- st- stuttered. I don't care. Raheem Devine dropped something. That's all that's being played for the next week. R and B Love King Super Rockstar. Brandy with me and Brandy when we. <laughs> Well, me and Brandy, I'm glad y'all still with us. It's been over an hour, so thanks for still listening. Um, when me and Brandy first linked up back in the summer, I don't even remember how we got to start talking about Raheem Devon, but we started talking about it and both figured out we was like extreme stands. We pulling out pictures that we done met him and all this and the other. And don't say it like that because he might listen to it and we don't want him to be scared of us. He's not going to be scared of us. If Raheem Devon listens to my podcast, he look. I have been st- listen. <laughs> I know that I'm a low key stalker of Raheem Devon's socials. He knows this. I know this. I'm still waiting on him to get back with me about my interview, my 15 minutes, because he did retweet and say, and so this is what I'm gonna do. Because y'all know he'll be here at the end of February. We got tickets. Yes, we do. I'm pretty sure we'll do the meet and greet. And I'm just going to have to pull it up on my phone. And I'm just going to have to be like, listen. All I need is 15 minutes. I don't even know what the hell I'm going to ask this man. Because I'm going to be too busy. I'm going to be too scatterbrained. I don't even know what I'm going to ask the man. But I am going, when I see him in February, I am going to have to show him. And I'm going to say, I don't, I'm pretty sure you don't remember uh, tweeting this. But, but you tweeted it. Right. But you tweeted it. And I just really, if I could just get my 15 minutes, like that would make everything that I've worked for so far on this podcast, like that would just be. The best thing ever. I'm going to beg him. I'm going to beg him. Let me know so I can be there to record it. You're you going to be right there when we go to the thing. You on the train wreck. You forgot? No, because I was going to be sitting at my table like I didn't know you. No, nah, no the hell you wasn't. <laughs> You're going to be right up there with me. He can't think both of us crazy. Well, you know what? Whatever. He didn't think I was crazy last time I met him. At the remember he was remember he was trying to calm me down like cool. <laughs> I'm like I know it's cool but you're right Devon does hey, you're five <laughs> <laughs> look in the mirror <laughs> yes any Raheem Devon um album I'm I don't care mixtape whatever I'm listening to it front to back a few yeah. times. And that's what we're saying. Like I'm not he, even going to. He's gonna trying end. to save R&B all by himself. He is. And can't get no Grammy nomination, another Grammy nomination to save his life. I don't know. The what, Grammys suck anyway. This is true. So but I don't even still, think he cares. No, I think he cares. And he deserves it. He is literally. This man be hustling. Like th- he is literally. He. I don't know. He come to Atlanta at least once a month. Him and Frankie Beverly. <laughs> why are they still? Why are they still? 
before me. In white. In <laughs> yes so yes every month he's here i be missing him i be out of town doing this that and the third but i got yeah, I tickets for this last one. month right right here. when he was here for the uh for Real the A's A's thing. thing right i was supposed to go to that but they moved my work thing schedule so i wonder if he has a place here probably do he probably do so yeah. Anyways, I don't even know what we were talking about. So what we were just talking about what we missed from the nineties. So oh yeah, we were R&B talking about music and that he's right. trying to save it. Yep. Yep. When when did you first get internet? In college, like my freshman sophomore year. I think I. At the library because they didn't have it in the rooms. There was no Wi-Fi or anything right, like that. This right. is like 95, 96. Yeah, I was just about so, to say that. I think I was just about to say my junior year. And then when I got out of college, you know, you was trying to get the phone service with the AOL disc. Right, and right. And you were trying to do it. and knock you offline. Every free trial. Every yes. trial. I had 10,000 email addresses. Right, so it was like AOL. You had... um um. It was a couple of other ones that you could do Net free trial. Zero Net Zero. Like. Yes, girl. That was one in college. I had Net Zero in college. But it was another one, too. It was a whole bunch, y'all. They said he's free. Y'all know if y'all listening. I just free need to be forgiven of my sins of the 90s because I was stealing every damn thing. I mean, I had all those internet discs. Half my CD collection came from Columbia House and BMG. <laughs> yes, girl. I probably oh, still have no! some of these discs. Just I probably can go find some AOL disc around here. So right what now. was it? Hold on. Say so with like Columbia House and BMG. It was what they is that the one that they would send you send the, the like, package in the mail would and it would be with like twelve for a penny. Penny. Or there was like a penny. That. You would tape the penny yeah. on the on the form and you get all these CDs. And CD. I would get all the top um, on the charts at the time. Right. But the the first order you got to pick. The first order you got to pick all the ones you wanted. Yeah. And then so they would send it again because back then there was no uh, direct deposit. You know, no yeah. direct withdrawal out of your account. You for mail the money order or facts. Facts. And wait but, for them to cash. <laughs> and, and and when they sent it to you, it was, or 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 when they sent it to you, a COD. Remember yeah. back COD back then. Cash on delivery. We all bruh. Every business in the world was shut down if they still had to do shit like that. Every business. COD? Can you imagine, like, Instacart and Uber Eats and all of them <laughs> doing that? <laughs> Bringing you your food and waiting for you to mail the money order in later? How many robberies would there be? crazy people ordering food ordering so that's what i'm saying the zennial in us we see the necessity to evolve but we do miss those times like that you know back when we thought we were doing something when we was making the numbers on the beeper right before they had the alphanumeric before tap before text we invented te- zennials we invented Facts. texting yes this is a and fact. emojis we came up with how to make the happy faces and stuff like that like and the numerical codes i mean if you don't know what 304 listen if you're listening to this <laughs> because i because i've recently i've recently asked somebody this it was like a meme or something that had like all them text things on there yes. and they didn't know what it was they didn't get it 
Because they're not a zillion. They would know Mr. how to Page. type hello and, you know, all the different codes, the 911. But yeah, so if you don't, if you don't know, I know, don't, I don't want to say if you don't know. I want to say, I need to know what 304 in the beeper stood for. I'm going to put a tweet out. I'm, I'm going to need y'all to. Y'all gonna hear this. I'm a, I'm a, we're gonna see I'm how a, down your tribe is. I need to know. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Y'all have it so good right now. Y'all don't know about having to type the same key three times to get to a letter. It Bruh. took us long as hell to send a message. But when but back in the day when, and I don't know, you know, I don't know, sis. I don't know how rowdy you were back in the day. <laughs> I wasn't like rowdy rowdy but i was about it if it was gonna go down it was i was about it we, we everybody always talking about pull up we didn't have any other choice but to pull up because there was if no you online call, for y'all to be facts on. and if you're calling on the phone you calling and playing on my phone oh you call it playing on my phone that and you had to return to get that number back right that star six star six nine is that what it was? Because it was star six seven to block your number yeah. and star six nine mm-hmm. to recall the last one to call it back. Mm-hmm. So we found out. Okay, and we ain't and they no looked bo- you up in the phone book with your address. And if it was in the late nineties and you had a little bit of money, then you would put the address into MapQuest and print it out so you could have a map. Print, print it out <laughs> to print out to map with directions. On how to get there. So you call them back and tell them what time. <laughs> right. You're going to be at their house. Right. You According call to because, the printout. Right. You calling them back. You calling them back from your house. Mm-hmm. So like, your bitch, I'm on my way. up on the caller ID. Like, that's, that's what it was. Like, there was no other way. There was no. And nobody else saw it except for the people who got a chance to get the phone call facts. before you got facts. there. So there was no going viral because nobody had anything to tape it on. Facts. Tape it on. Tape it on. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, oh my, my God. Goodness. Y'all have it so good. Y'all can record stuff on site. You can look at a picture as soon oh as you God. take it. You don't have to go get it developed. We had to hear about it from, so if you didn't make it, if you wasn't there, you were not, it was literally all about living in the moment. Every single moment Folk was a line like hell in the 90s because nobody could dispute it. I beat her ass, no, but nobody was there to see it. How did, how, how, how did cheating go? Like, the, how did, how did people know? How did you know back then? It was all word of One mouth. One nosy neighbor. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It was, it was literally, I mean, it's still, he say, she say now, nah, but there's a, there's digital footprints. It's, mm-hmm. That's how a lot of people get caught cheating now. But back then, yeah. Yeah. It was literally that, that phone call from that song. This surely. <laughs> it was, li- it was literally that. Pull up. <laughs> pull up, bitch. Pull up. Pull up. With no wig on to begin with, so it wasn't one to snatch off. Facts. Came with a stocking cap on. Vaseline on the face. No earrings, for God's sakes. And some tennis shoes. And they and and it would be a gang. A, a gang of them with them. But it was about to be a one-on-one fight. 
And they just there to make sure that you didn't bring anybody to jump her. Yep. It's going to be a one-on-one fight. And you always had that person like, no, nah, let him fight. Let him fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, let him fight. Let him fight. Man, what a time. What a time. <sighs> Anyways. I hate that so many of these things are memories. I know. Bring them back. I know. But give me some, but, give me some after school cartoons yeah. and some Saturday morning cartoons that will switch over into Soul Train. Can we talk about how how cereal changed? Do you do you eat cereal? It changed because there's a thousand different ones of them. I went to go get some checks the other day. There's like seven different checks. <laughs> I mean, they had rice and wheat and corn and cinnamon and blueberry and vanilla. And I was like, damn, I just want some cereal. But why like tricks? So, okay. I never liked tricks. Okay, so here, here's what tricks was. And I'm. So I'm turning the heat back on. So. We wanted to a whole nother episode. <sighs> yeah. We might have to divide it up. We'll see. Um, Cereal is a whole podcast. Right, by itself. itself. So, tricks. Tricks used to be little, the little fruit balls. Okay, that's one of the tricks at first. Then, y'all should see me how I'm over here explaining this. Like I am. <laughs> I mean, she's like trying to demonstrate the size. Doctor, of <laughs> you will address me as Doctor Autumn the Aries because that's how I feel right now with these headphones on and talking <laughs> into this microphone. <laughs> So the tricks used to be the little bitty balls at first. <laughs> Is that how big they are? Yes. <laughs> this big. And then they changed them to be the shapes of the fruit. And when they changed them the first time, they still tasted the same, but like the consistency of them was different. So they changed it back. To the little balls. And then now they're back. I think last time I had some, which has been a few years now, they're back to the fruits and they taste worse than ever. And so does Cookie Crisp. Why is Cookie Crisp a mess now? They used to be like cookies. It's like a puff of air chocolate. It's disgusting. I wish y'all could see her face. She is just so distraught right now. <laughs> she is so distraught. It's Bless, disgusting. Bless her heart. The only I feel the same way about Lucky Charms. It, it didn't. Really? It didn't take all that to get a soft marshmallow before. Now them things taste like damn MREs. We have the- goodbye, Randy. <laughs> They're like marshmallow jerky that you. Have to- <laughs> put milk on to make them taste Ew. like anything I, see, I, like them. The, I think the only cereal that has stayed true throughout this whole cereal evolution that we just started talking rice about rice krispies okay true rice krispies as well but i was gonna say the one with the most sugar frosted flakes Cause they're great. Goodbye, Brandy. 
Wait. Now you made me forget the other one. I was going to say. Um, God, dog. It was another one. I admire your passion over this serial conversation. It, it was, um, hold on. Frosted Flakes. You said Rice Krispies. Captain Crunch Berries. Now, what you do not do with the mistake I made, being fat, got that oops, all berries. That shit is disgusting. That sounds disgusting. It is disgusting. But I've never eaten the one with the crunch berries. I usually okay. get the regular old Captain Crunch all right. that tastes like peanut butter, even though they have one that's peanut butter flavored. We done talking about cereal. Because <laughs> I just don't even want to know how you've never had Captain Crunch berries. Well, I came from a not-so-rich family. But you had the regular crunches? I think you can get that on Wick. I am. You know what? Oh, you know what? Um, Are we really putting this on the air? Probably. We're going to see. You're going to mess up all my chances of ever <laughs> running for president. <laughs> you, I have uh, just like four oh, you major had... corporations in one <laughs> <laughs> In 10 years, somebody going to pull this up and be like, she was a serial phobic. They're going to know what they're going to be doing. They're going to be like, she ain't never had no crap, Captain Crunch Berry. She is out of here. They're going to go back and look up how much I really owe Columbia House. They're going to pull up all the scandals. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> Columbia House coming for your ass. They've been closed 25 years, but they're going to revive themselves off of my presidential career. No, ma'am. Okay, but why didn't we finish talking about that? Because you could get CDs. <laughs> I just kept ordering them and ordering you could them. Get, at one point in time, it graduated to like DVDs too, right? Yeah, but it was like, I would just make up a new name and send it to oh the same God. address. Oh, my God. Oh my it was God. like 10 people in my house, according to Columbia House. It's not like you had to put an email address or a cell phone number. Right. right. How are you going to tell me that? Ten people don't live in my house. And you could have gave them the wrong number because it's not like they were calling. They would literally just send you the shit. You know who else used to be, who who would fuck up? Uh, Fingerhood. And the people who had the books, like the romance books and the black books. Mm -hmm. Fingerhood, but and Fingerhood didn't got smart. They, now nah, they really trying to get folks. Get but a yeah. whole couch for a dollar. <laughs> After the fees, though, it's like 1500 <laughs> Because you never sent them any more money. Right. It's not like they were going to send somebody to repo it like it's Rent-A-Center or something. Girl. I don't know how these people survived. Because I lowered Columbia House, I'm sorry. When I think about <laughs> it. <laughs> and Lord, then I start sending them to my dorm room. <laughs> I was sending them back home and getting them when I come home on break. Because, you know, CDs were like $20 a piece back Why? then. They were and that was a lot of damn money because minimum wage was only four twenty five. So I had to work all day and a half to get one CD. Facts. Facts. We didn't have anything to burn them back then. Nope. Unless you play somebody's and record it on a cassette. 
did that i was just talking about this on another podcast did that so, yeah so we did what we had to do and music has always been my passion you know i have Same. albums and cassettes and cds and so you gave me this blessing of an opportunity <laughs> just this, what you gonna, this what you're gonna say in court <laughs> Take your cd blessings <laughs> thank you for these cd blessings <laughs> So, yeah, these CDs were able to help me transition through life. And I probably paid a whole total of $10 (laughs) for about 200 of them. Not even that, man. Like, I mean, that penny, all you had to do was tape that penny on there. That's probably all they made was those pennies. pennies. (laughs) Somebody was paying them. Somebody was paying them. I don't know who exactly. I miss those times. All right, well, I guess we've talked about everything and we've talked about absolutely nothing. Sounds great to me. So I want to go ahead and just thank you for getting on the podcast. So we're going to get your podcast up and running and I'm going to be on there. Yes. So y'all look out for that. So go ahead and tell everybody how they can reach you on social media. I am Miss Brandy Dawson. M-S-B-R-A-N-D-I-D-A-W-S-O-N. Or you can look it up with the hashtag a shot of brandy. And you have a website too, right? BePositiveMedia.com. Be positive. Like I'm telling you to be positive. BePositiveMedia.com. All right. And I will also have her information in the show notes. So I would like to just thank you guys for coming back to another very, very, very random episode of the Lit Life Podcast. And I look forward to you hearing me again soon. Peace.